0: Season's greetings, fellow Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to this special holiday edition of Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that wants you to stop complaining and hug for your life. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along two other light elves to talk to you about the special holiday movie that we watched. It has a really long title, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for later. We've got Corey. I'm calling it a win, but my other line was, the podcast
1: that could be nice but chooses to be naughty. And Frank. The podcast that knows ice is the perfect weapon, because it melts. We saw it in a movie or something. Matt put in, the only podcast that knows the flying option involves punching. And then
0: I had an honorable mention of,
1: the podcast that's trying to remember all the benefits of a big hole in the sky.
0: Before we get into talking about this fantastic holiday movie that we watched, though, (laughs) we're going to let you know what else we've been watching this week, and then we get into Marvel Superheroes Adventures Frostfight. Frank you can go So
1: I watched The Crisis on Earth X Which was like A four part CW crossover Oh okay Oh
2: know so they did Another crossover recently Yeah
1: And it was really good So I was like Ah oh, fuck Should I really give Arrow another shot So I stopped watching Arrow Season 4 Halfway through Because I fucking hated it But then I picked up where I left off And it actually got Way better Season 4 was the last season Right Yeah the one with um, I thought season
0: 5 Was the last season is season I
1: think season five going on now? No,
0: I thought there were. He was two ahead of Flash, because Flash is in four, right?
1: Maybe I have it backwards. Yeah, you're right. It is. So where is in you... season six? So yeah, okay. I watched season five halfway, picked up again on season five, and on that's Netflix. and that's the one that ended on the island. Correct? Spoiler: I didn't get that far. Okay, I'm not done <laughs> yet. Um, well, damn it, it's cool. fine. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it's better than I originally had thought it would be... Basically, they rebooted the whole show. Because they built a whole new team. So they
0: flashpointed. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who's the main bad guy in this?
1: Prometheus. Okay, yes.
2: One of the Titans? <laughs> Shit. It's, uh... Yeah, this season's okay. I still the find... The sixth some... season you're on? No, no, no. I'm Obviously? talking about the one that you're t- watching now. Yeah. It does get a little better, but I still find a lot of the same... Shitty... Ridiculous things, things yeah. that I hate, but I can't... Can't fault them. It's just the way that these all of these shows are written. Every one of them, you even mean, the X Men ones. Supergirl's terrible.
1: I'm not going anymore.
2: <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I don't blame you. Corey, what did you watch? I'm caught up on The Gifted, which is pretty good. Uh, not great. Is that the Fox one? I never remember. Which one yeah, that's the out. Fox one. I don't know if they actually have it placed in a timeline or a continuity, but I think this takes place in the time, if I had to venture an argument, I would say this takes place between when the X-Men movies end and Logan happens. Because they keep saying that the X-Men disappeared, they're just gone now. But they don't mention any like incident, necessarily. But they definitely say that the X-Men are gone.
0: Okay, so it's after Days of Future Past and before Logan. Exactly. Which is a whole big chunk of time there. It
2: is. It's so a, it makes big, sense
0: that yeah. it would be in there.
2: Yeah, it's okay. It's not great, but it's keeping my attention up for me to go back and watch the next episode. Good enough from a Fox show.
0: Well, Disney might be their
1: new owner soon. Exactly. Exactly. Because I just read an article that that's, like, definitely happening, so we'll see.
2: And then, after I finished catching up on Gifted today, because I didn't have work, I watched a Brian Regan stand-up special, Nunchucks and Flamethrowers, and holy shit, does that man still have it. It's not gut-bustingly funny from start to finish like some other stand-up comedians, but the four or five bits that get you going are unbelievably funny. And some like they don't even make sense. It's one of those um those types of comedies where you can't figure out why you're laughing so hard. He just struck a chord and you just can't stop. At one point he's talking about tennis early on and it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever I've ever heard. So that was enjoyable. And then, the third thing I watched before coming over here was My Friend Dahmer. I went and saw My Friend Dahmer, which is technically in the purview because it is a film adaptation of a graphic novel.
0: I've never heard of that whatsoever. Yep, yep.
2: Uh, one of Jeffrey Dahmer's friends in high school wrote a graphic novel memoir about him. and uh They made a movie? Or? Yeah, they made a movie called My Friend Dahmer. Yeah. I hadn't heard about it either, but it popped up on my, fa- my one of my feed's a couple months ago, I was like, well, this seems interesting, and I was flipping through Movie Pass today. This is a bizarre choice for them, but all right, I'll go see it, because I didn't have time with all the viewings to see uh, Three Billboards. Like, I was, I was trying to squeeze in it, it just it wasn't working. And that's what I've been watching.
0: I watched two things that aren't me continuing to talk about TV shows I've been watching. So I watched uh, Weirdo, which is the Donald or Donald Glover comedy special that's on hmm. Netflix. I don't know if there are more than one, but that's the one I watched. It was okay. Parts of it are, parts of it were funny and parts of it were not my style of comedy, I guess. Is he, this one of his newer ones or is this one of the older ones? He's talking about the whole buzz that went on with him for Spider Man. Okay, yeah. I guess before I Homecoming point. came out, so it was yeah. probably not that new. That bit was funny. So that was pretty decent. And also I watched I went to the movie theater with my shiny movie pass, and I saw Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which was a really weird-looking movie to me. I decided to go see it, and it was so good. It's, it's 100% on my list. I can't, I can't even describe it to you like as the audience. Just look, watch a trailer, because I would be shocked if this movie doesn't get some, nominated for something.
2: I didn't realize how long the movie title was.
0: Yeah, it's really long.
2: All of the commercials, and there's been a decent amount of commercials for this movie, all just call it Three Billboards. Like, to the point where, like, as I was on MoviePass, flipping through to see what, like, the showtimes were for it, I was like, Three Billboards outside of Evan, Missouri? What are the chances that there are two movies called Three Billboards?
0: I only know Three Billboards dot dot dot. And then I, like, had
2: to, like, squint to see, like, the little, like, movie poster, like, image that they have on, like, when you click, and I'm like, yeah, Woody Harrelson's on there. Can't imagine he's in two, three billboards movies. <laughs> That'd be bad That'd planning.
0: That'd be incredible. <laughs> but yeah, that movie was really, really good. I recommend if you are at all intrigued by the trailer that you check it out, because it took me through all the emotions watching that movie. It just It's It was a really good story, and I was in it the entire time.
1: I never heard of it until tonight, so...
0: According to the trailers, some woman
2: was wronged in some way kid got kidnapped or murdered or something, and nobody arrested them, and there are, like, these three empty billboards on this road, and she, like... So she rents them
0: and puts up signs, basically, like... Egging the police as to, like, why like, they're not doing Not so up. much mocking them, but, like, so much... No one's been arrested for this yet. Sounds
1: pretty interesting. Gonna have to check out a trailer. Good. No lie. Okay.
2: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I'm not gonna go see it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I mean, maybe I will.
1: I don't have a movie pass, though, so... Mm
2: got to get on that shit.
1: Mm. So yeah, that's you can, worth the 10 you can get on that sheep.
2: It's almost more useful than Netflix. It's
0: not. I, yeah, I can mean, do Netflix at home. Yeah, Netflix it, is nice because of that But MoviePass is a close second. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we've been watching this week. Let's get into our movie facts for the really long movie title. The movie's called, once again, Marvel Superhero Adventures Frost Fight. It was made in 2015... Joe, can we henceforth just refer to it as Frostfight and call it Hell a day? Hell yeah, we are. Okay, good. Frostfight was rated PG, and it's one hour and 13 minutes long. Its director's name is Mitch... I'm going to go with Scour. Could be Shower, but it's like a hard... It's behind an S, so I feel like it's a hard C-H.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with yes.
0: And the only other thing he directed was also an animated movie, which is called Hulk, Where Monsters Dwell. That's also on Netflix right now. Is it? Yeah. Because when I was... Searching for this, I, I didn't remember
2: what it was called because it's too goddamn long. So I just put in Marvel, and then they all came up. Most of them are, you know, animated, and that was definitely on there. That was definitely in that list. This
1: lesson. was in my continue watching <laughs> from last, last year. from Christmas
0: last year. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Love it. When you
1: suggested, it, I was like, "Oh, Santa sounds interesting." I was like, "Shit, I think I've been wa- i I watched some of that." <laughs> That's
0: fantastic. <laughs>
2: That just puts you ahead of the game. See, I thought you were joking when you said that. No.
0: No. I was like, oh, Frank. Oh, Frank, you're so funny.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Turns out he was being really (laughs) fucking
0: serious. (laughs) Frostfight stars the voice talents of Mick Wingert, Matthew Mercer, Travis Willingham, Fred Tatasciore. He was actually in one of the movies we did before. So I've had to... I've butchered his name twice now. Hmm. Gray Delisle, Troy Baker, Anthony Del Rio, Trevor Duvall... Steve Bloom, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Jane Singer. And one of them is in my uh, bucket
2: list of Dungeons & Dragons. Matt Mercer. Oh, yeah. I, that's, if I ever get to play a D&D game with Matt Mercer, I'll die happy.
0: Also, Matt Mercer, the voice of McCree in Overwatch.
2: Uh, I didn't realize that. Now you do. Yeah, thank you. The more you know.
0: You guys get home, can't see it, but a rainbow literally just appeared <laughs> over Corey's head. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen happen. I don't know how he did it. Devil magic. Probably. The budget and the grossest movie, who knows? Couldn't find it. No idea. That it out. cost some money. It didn't gross anything because it never went to theaters. That also checks out. The scores for the movie are also limited. Rotten Tomatoes, not available for a real score because no reviews or Super one German. review. Certified, eh? Nothing. Certified Happy Holidays. <laughs> and the audience score of Rotten Tomatoes is a big old 24%. wow. IMDb has it a five point one out of ten, and couldn't even find on Metacritic. It's not even technically a movie. A plus, guys. A plus would search for again. I wouldn't. Those are all the movie facts I have for Frostfight, Shockingly, I know. Let's do our general thoughts. I don't even know if spoilers were even like an issue for this movie. Oh no, fuck! Because yeah. you know they saved Santa. Uh,
2: spoiler! Did Yo. they even know that Santa was gonna be in it? <laughs> this is Frostfight, It could have been just them against the frost giants. <laughs> wow.
0: I'll edit that out. Thank no. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Let's do our general thoughts for Frost Fight. I'm gonna go to Corey first. <laughs> this movie was
2: fine. Uh, I, I, it's there's such little, such a small amount of substance in there for me to really grip whether or not I liked or disliked it. I was entertained. It was fine. I couldn't help but get distracted. I, I, it's again one of those movies that you just kind of have on in the background and. You continue about your day while it's on. You're not mad about anything. Nothing jumps out and is amazing. But overall, I thought it was a, a fun little trip. You got to see all of your MCU favorites, which was nice. And then one guy who oh, I had never one. heard of before.
1: Reptile. Reptile. Spoilers, sorry. Sorry.
2: I don't think that's that
0: big a deal. <laughs>
2: the Santa Claus one was, though.
0: Someone at home just lost their mind.
2: <laughs> Reptile
1: was in it all. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, shit. But that's it.
0: Frank, what about you?
1: This movie was fine. Like, of course. <laughs> it was such a kid's movie, but there were some parts of the movie that actually made me laugh out loud, so that was good. It's it's just good. That's basically it. I mean, for the most part, I wasn't too distracted, but I did get a little distracted some parts, you know? Got up to make popcorn, had some gummy bears, and then pulled out my phone.
0: So this movie's fine. <laughs> <laughs> were you not done? No, I'm good. Okay. It's a, it's a Christmas special for kids. Let's, let's call it what it is. So I'm going to be graving this on a curve because that's what it is. This isn't fair to put it up against real movies. The first half of this movie, noticeably rougher than the second half of the movie. I enjoyed the second half actually way more. Yeah. Part of the first half, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. I don't know. There's so many puns. I can't <laughs> deal with this right now. The, the writing were fine. Yeah. The voice acting was good. I really enjoyed that. It's probably my favorite aspect of it. The writing is a little weird. Like, the dialogue that they wrote for these characters in a supposed kids movie is weird. Mm -hmm. Some of the things... I'm like, kids aren't going to understand this.
2: Again, a lot of times when it comes to these kids movies, when we go back and watch them as an adult, there's a lot of that. And it's strictly because people making these movies know that they're going to be adults watching it. You know, nobody's... Especially in theaters, not so much with a Netflix show. Like you can kind of go with the
0: white. Well, I mean, they have to do with the kids putting on. So yeah, it's this. It's I understand the concept. It's just I think there are other movies that do it way more effectively that also like keep adults happy. Mm. This one was just weird. Fair. And those are our general thoughts. No spoilers. We hope. And, you know, spoilers for Frostbite incoming. I'm not even going to bother with a long <laughs> intro to this. It's on Netflix. You watch it's on it. Netflix. If you, if you have a paid subscription to Netflix, which is not a free service, oh, as sequel would stare daggers at me for right now. It's
2: not free. You pay for it.
0: If you have Netflix, you can watch this on it. And if you want to do it near Christmas or now or in July, who cares?
1: If you want to watch it on YouTube, I'm pretty sure it's on for free on YouTube on the Marvel channel.
2: That doesn't surprise me. Also an option. I actually really enjoyed the fact that some of the Guardians were in this movie. I think that was the only thing the only thing that happened in this movie where I was like, Well that's a pleasant little surprise. I didn't I oh, don't yeah. think I, I don't think I anticipated that.
0: You weren't happy about Reptile? I don't know who Reptile is. Neither do I. I I'm not even sure he's a real character outside uh, yeah. of this movie. I don't think he is.
1: I think I've seen him on like a new Avengers comic book cover, but I never actually opened one up to actually see if it was Reptile. I'm it's, this. it's super weird
2: because. Yeah, he's a, tra- he's a real character. Okay. I'm trying to collect my thoughts here to make sure I don't say it stupidly. We're so spoiled when it comes to Marvel characters to think that they're all somehow real and normal that a 15, 14 year old kid that can just shapeshift into any type of reptile is so out of the realm of nor- like normalcy. Like, I was totally fine watching the big green rage monster on screen a bunch of this movie, but the guy who can turn his head into, like, a T-Rex head bothered me more.
0: See, I grew up watching and all around the X-Men, so, like, this is totally one of the X-Men. Yeah. That could, like, there are plenty of weird mutant powers out there that would do something like this guy, and I'm sure in the animated series I've seen people who shapeshift like this. Yeah. So it didn't really phase me in that way, but I can understand how it would if you're used to the like the modern day Marvel heroes, which they're just humans who also happen to have a power.
2: Yeah. Or at the very least, just the like what I consider the Avengers,
0: right? Yeah. So you've got Cap who's just a super
2: soldier, Iron Man who's just a rich guy in a suit, Thor is the outlier there. No, Hulk is the outlier there. Thor looks like a normal person, he's not, but you know, at least he looks fairly straightforward.
0: He's like a Captain America that shoots lightning yeah. and flies. Although that's the hammer, that's technically Except the hammer.
2: Cool. So, uh, nonetheless, I thought he was actually fun. I liked the the situations that they kept putting him in. You know, when like the one big green monster was stomping around the city, they made him turn his head into a T Rex, and he became like and he was talking with like the T Rex head. Uh, that was hysterical <laughs> to me. That was weird. Oh God, I loved it. But the the monster like scoops him all in, gives him licks. Yeah. Of course, that did lead to one of the bigger questions I had in this movie. Tony Stark was like, "It's clearly a girl." I'm like, "How is that clearly a girl?" Well, I mean, they're not going to show that.
1: No, but
0: Tony Stark's not an idiot. Tony Stark is a genius. Yeah, he's clearly total. I mean, total. total. He's clearly studied. I guess giant female anatomy.
2: Anatomy, he's a, he's an expert in
0: all female anatomies. That's how good Tony Stark is. <laughs> Did anyone think that he sounded just like Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. in some parts? They oh, definitely, they definitely tried crap. to do that.
2: Yeah, there were moments where I was like, "Are you sure this is Robert yeah. Downey Jr.? <laughs>
1: Jr.?"
2: Other, part that other it parts, other parts, other parts varied, yeah. but yeah. there were certain like moments where I was like, "If I looked up on IMDb and saw RDJ's face next to the Iron Man in this, I wouldn't it's be completely shocked."
0: Matt Mercer did throw me for a loop, though. It doesn't
2: It doesn't sound like Matt Mercer to me. He, he was
1: Captain America? He was yeah. Cap, yeah.
0: I mean, he he's, does a bunch of different voices, so I mean... Yeah. After I read it with him, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I had no oh, idea going in.
1: I like the beginning of the movie when they're, like, on the island. That's turning into snow? Yeah. Because there's certain parts of it that made me laugh. When Cap sticks the icicle in the freaking Frost Giant's ass, oh, and yeah, it but it noise and it goes flying. I don't know why, but I lost it there. Scooby-Doo.
2: Yeah. That's it. It's because you watched Scooby-Doo as a kid, and that's the type of shit that yeah, it's do. It's like with. old Scooby-Doo.
1: school, like, cartoon thing yeah, that they used to do.
0: That's actually Definitely. my least favorite scene in the movie. Is it? Oh, oh, is, oh I don't know why I liked it. him being sexually bad, assaulted but it's by it's really an
1: icicle. <laughs> 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 oh, we knocked that out quick. Jesus. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well, when you put it that way, not so much anymore. <laughs> And then when Hulk slaps Thor on the back and Thor, like, falls down, I don't know why I left.
0: That's I, classic I Hulk and Thor, yeah, that classic. they got their dynamic. They're always... Do Hulk's always boarding. beating up Thor he for whatever good. reason. I thought it was an interesting take on Hulk. Talks too much. I actually really like Hulk in this movie. I he, don't mind him at all. He was the biggest source of joy in yeah. this for me. He why was, was he dumb?
2: Because he's a big green rage monster. He's, he's, he's not supposed a, to be he's smart. A, he's like a
0: brute. He's not smart. Banner more. though. But that's there. the
2: point. Like this is you, at no point does he go back to the other guy. Mm. He's not Bruce Banner. He is strictly the Hulk. And as the Hulk, the fact that he has the capability of language is about as bright as I want him.
0: He's fairly smart, considering. Like he's not as smart as a regular human person who's been speaking English their entire life. But he's. Close enough, considering that he's a beast.
2: My, when it comes to the Hulk, the Hulk actually is my greatest sense of joy in this movie, too. And it's almost all because of what happens when they go to the other planet. When it's just Thor and Hulk having to, like, save Christmas. That's (laughs) pretty great, yeah. Like that weird subplot that they have going (laughs) through. Easily... My favorite part of this: them walking into a store and stealing, like, kidnapping a man named Nick, <laughs> putting
1: a bunch of
0: who looks of like f- Santa, who looks like Santa, who's voiced by Steve Blum, which was the greatest. Yeah, throwing ever. like scud
1: rocket presents out of the fucking okay. sleigh was spectacular.
2: Thor being Rudolph there. Mm. If I squint, your helmet looks like antlers. What? Nothing. Keep going.
1: <laughs> and when he's trying to explain Santa Claus
0: to Thor, yeah,
1: that was pretty good too.
0: Yeah, that was that was great, and Hulk singing really made it for yep. me. He
1: actually
0: I, has like the most clever line in this movie, I think. Which one is it's, that? It's in song. I think it's at the end when he's throwing the presents off. He's like, he's doing like deck the halls or whatever. He's like, send the bill to Tony Stark. <laughs> 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 That whole song had me laughing. Actually, I loved that part. And at the end, way just starts going. Rah, rah.
2: <laughs> just this is scream at the end. Groot turns into a big Christmas tree. Yeah, that was good. Mrs. Claus gave me was a a pleasant surprise.
0: I was shocked <laughs> they worked her in as a character. They're, not
2: only did they work her in as a and character, she's a She became a lot of fun. Like at no point did they like cut back to her, and I was like, oh god, more of this. She, every time, it was great. Seeing Rocket freak out because of the way that she's driving was great.
1: So good. What do you think... Alright, now I'm going really far into the movie. but
0: We just talking think, about the ends. Yeah. It? What
1: do you think Tony Stark gave She-Hulk in that little mm-hmm. gift? Because he gave everybody else cards. She-Hulk? Yeah, she was in the movie.
0: Is yeah, she's sleeping? When yeah. they're giving all Always the presents at the end? like a little tiny oh present God. with a card.
1: That's who that is. Okay. I have no idea. It's jewelry? Do they have like a love connection in the?
0: I have no idea. I don't. Not that I know of, but I don't really. This is comics. where Matt would come in here. Yeah. How do feel about Loki?
1: I hated his maniacal laughing because it got too much.
2: I think he's t- he's too obvious for me.
0: He's really OP in this. Like his he staff is. does everything. It opens dimensions, he little controls. portals in the sky, and every elf ever. Yeah. That was weird. And again, he's just
2: such, an e- just such an easy villain that Marvel seems to pick up on. Like, they just, they dip into that well a lot. Which is fine. I get it. Loki's a very good character. He's a fun Successful. character. But it just doesn't, I don't feel like there's any grander threat when it comes to Loki being a villain. Like, in the MCU, the early parts of the MCU, I was like, Loki can actually do some real damage here. In this, I at no point felt like there was going to be any long-term effect of Loki stealing old Saint Nick's power. <laughs> Which, in case you were wondering, That's is the plot is... <laughs> of this movie is. This movie is Loki trying to find, quote, an ice coffin to find Santa Claus, who is called Yolnir, officially. That's <laughs> he, what I'm going to start exactly. calling him from now on. Yolnir. <laughs> Sucking his powers away via the coffin, absorbing them, and then having all of Santa's space-time power.
0: Which was pretty awesome for, like, the five seconds that he was the flesh. Yeah. But
2: again, it, like, at no point was I like, Ugh, Loki can go and now destroy, like, the entire... I figured if, if, if Loki has that power, he's just gonna go off and do more mischief up in Asgard or something. Like, I didn't feel like there was any problem.
0: I mean, I would have totally bought him doing that, but... It's Santa. And no one coming into Santa's house and winning. Especially not when the Avengers are there. Yeah, it?
1: you leave that shit out. You're not winning against Santa.
0: He wrecked Santa's house. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Put it together, he has all the power.
1: And he's just pointing his staff at it. And it's just doing. And,
2: like, to me, knowing what Loki does, I'm like, did he actually fix the house? Or, or did he just.? He just like, fake? did he just, like. God of to- Mischief, that shit, so it's like. All the else are like, okay, good. The walls are back, and Santa's gonna come home like the night after Christmas. And be like, that son of a bitch! Is, it, is there
1: a draft in here? Get that lens of truth out. I gotta see if the walls are real. Oh, you know what Zelda Loki reference? probably
0: gotcha. did was put everything back normally, but make the hot chocolate taste terrible. You
1: know? Oh that? yeah,
0: that's it. That's classic Loki, right there. That <laughs>
1: is, who else but Loki? <laughs>
2: <laughs> da <Da-da-da-da>, Loki's <girl. laughs>
0: <laughs> that should be a thing now, yeah, <laughs> just have it be Loki popping up and just saying something completely normal, like, yep, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I enjoyed again, there's a lot of little things that they kind of like weave into this that I'm like, oh, I can see that that's clearly for little kids because they would get the joke, so when they're running around in whatever planet's North Pole, it's all snowy and whatnot. And Reptile is slowly adding more and more layers. <laughs> so, as an adult, I'm like, okay, that's clearly a callback to a Christmas story. And as a kid, they make a... Who is that? Captain Marvel? Is that the other one that we get in this? The yes. one, one, yeah. So, Captain Marvel's like, he's cold-blooded. I could see, like, every, like, second, third, and fourth grader being like, oh, I just learned about I that. just learned that all reptiles are cold-blooded. That makes sense to me. So, they do... It, it's... This movie is just so obviously a kid's movie. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: And that, that, that's, that's my only real critique, is because all of my critiques come out of the fact that it's a kid's movie.
1: I mean, to be fair, if my kid was putting... If he put this on, I'd watch it. Oh, hell yeah. Like, it's not one of those movies where I want to run it
0: all. I would take this over other Christmas specials, because it's just as lame as other Christmas specials, but this one has superheroes. Yeah. yeah exactly.
2: Yeah, but that's my point. Like, I'm, I'm making all these critiques about not feeling any, like, grander... Threat or problem because it's a Christmas special for kids. They're not gonna give you like that heavy hitting.
0: They weren't trying to write a gritty, realistic story (laughs) here. No.
2: They're trying to write a story that shoehorns Santa Claus into the Marvel Universe. Yeah,
0: they're not gonna write Yolnir getting gunned down and (laughs) Loki taking over as Santa (laughs) and then all the elves are oppressed.
2: So does, oh, that, no. does anybody feel like the uh, the cartoonist in this got lazy when it came to developing the elves?
0: You see one guy. Yeah, they're all the same except for the all the minion, all the grunts are like the blonde guy, and then the one guy with the goatee yep. is like I, the commander or lieutenant or whatever the hell he's called. Did going.
1: not notice that. At
2: all. Dude, seriously, all they all look the same. They're all literally identical, and I think Iron Man makes a joke about it at some point.
1: He
0: does.
2: But to me, it's like they they have like this one guy who's like the leader. That comes across Loki, which didn't fool me for a second. Got gotta mischief, my ass! I read right through that. <laughs> so you you meet the one, and Loki's like captures him. Is like you're gonna take me to the ice coffin or whatever, yeah. and then all of the Avengers step through the Stargate portal.
0: I wrote that down. That, every, <laughs> that is I what think, that shit yeah, is. That I, is a Stargate portal. I don't care who the fuck says otherwise. I think everyone at this point is ripped off Stargate. I've seen, like, eight things that have Stargates in them, though.
2: Like, this one wasn't even, He's not even trying. No. Like, it looks like a crudely made, drawn version of the Stargates from the show. Starting I'm, I'm surprised was.
0: he wasn't like, I made this gate of stars. <laughs> gate to the stars.
2: If he had said that, it would have made it all better. And then they meet the second one, the blonde one. And then a few minutes later, you realize
1: that all of the blonde <laughs> ones look like the one blonde one. Uh, I'm not going back to find out. But no, you I'll
2: shouldn't. Take your but for it. Go back next year, Frank. Yeah, yeah, probably. But I just feel like it was lazy. Like they didn't feel like changing hair colors and shit. They were like just copy and paste them. But aren't they all going to do different things? No, they're all shooting arrows. It's the exact same motion. Copy and paste. Christ. And that's what happened.
0: <laughs> we're under budget.
2: This is great. What do we get to do with the extra budget money? Pizza party.
0: Whoa! Hell <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, we have 80 people working here. We're going to need at least three pizzas. <laughs>
2: it seems like you're not buying enough pizzas. It's fine. A bunch of people are vegan. They're not going to eat it anyways. <laughs> or gluten-free. You
0: Between can, those two you alone. Can, you can chew on the box. <laughs> <laughs> Probably what the food actually tastes like.
2: Yeah. Hey!
0: Sorry, guys. Oh, we're insensitive to people with digestive problems. Hey,
1: fucking deal with it. <laughs> all right? We all have our shit.
0: <laughs> I'm a borderline alcoholic. You don't see me complaining about it.
1: Mm. Tasty, tasty, bubbly gluten.
2: <laughs> I have a hard time remembering <laughs> what, what happened in the movie. <laughs> not, there's not like nothing lot. there. Yeah. There's, not, there's such there's such a small amount of substance. Yeah,
0: there's like one or two fights with the ice giant. There's my favorite part of the movie. That's the the gingerbread zombie man. That was that cool.
1: Good. Run as fast as you can.
0: Like that is a real for a kids movie. That's a really awesome concept for a Christmas theme thing. Mm-hmm. That I feel like something should run with. Because that's really cool. The first one that they blow up, and it's
2: just like his eyes looking all over it, okay. like the crumbs of himself. I was like, "That's kind of cool." And then they all just kind of did back. like the
0: blink sound effect. Yeah, really, really loud. Dink,
2: dink. Yeah, that one. This movie does suffer a little bit from being as stratified as it is. We're following like four totally separate groups throughout the course of this movie. At any given point in time, especially in, like the mid of it we've got Thor and Hulk on Earth with trying Nick. yeah with Nick trying to save
0: Christmas cuz throwing f- f- present fire bombs
2: <laughs> throwing present fire bombs we've got the rest of the Avengers searching for Nick St Nicholas you Yolnir,
1: fucking Yolnir.
2: Loki and ice giant looking for Yolnir and rocketing Root So so it's it's a lot going on. Like, you're bouncing around between all of these four different groups, which, you know, it's hard to get a lot of substance in there because they're bouncing around.
0: That's why the end of this movie is the strongest part, because they're finally all together. All the stories overlap. Yeah. And then for a kid's movie, we actually get some action, and we get some some good times and some bonding. It's good. I am group. Oh, (laughs) Frank.
1: Yes, you are. I thought they were going to put a tree topper on them, but they didn't. Yeah,
2: they say there's only one thing we're missing now,
0: and they yeah. don't put the tree and then topper then on it. And I'm singing. Singing. It's yeah. singing. Don't say a hug. <laughs>
1: I mean, I feel like we covered like the whole movie already.
0: We <laughs> it pretty much did. It it's hard. Santa, Santa's got some pretty dope ass powers. Yeah, he's he's, he's like Superman are. in this universe. Yeah,
2: he's got everything. Y'all <laughs> So, here's a question for you guys. They get to the top of the mountain see if Roger runs up to the door tries to open it and the whole fucking cabin disappears. Was it an illusion the whole time or did it actually go to that different place? I think it
1: actually disappeared. I thought it was an illusion.
2: Yeah, because then they, then they had to go and find it again, right?
1: That's yeah, what I thought Loki was baiting them up there to distract them while he was trying to do something else. But he needed
0: needed them to lead him to Santa. Like, he was letting them do all the work. That's true. To find Santa, and then he could swoop in and take his power. Mm -hmm. Why would that be there? uh, Well, that's
2: what he said. He said, like, as he was trying to open the door, he's like, something's happening, and then the whole house
0: disappears. Especially because the elves were protecting Santa. So if, like, Santa wasn't really there, why would the elves be protecting it? That's true.
2: And then they have an ice kraken? That,
1: That That was an interesting choice.
2: It was. And then after all of this time of everybody trying to fight the ice kraken, some guy pulls out a fucking penny flute, and the ice kraken's like, oh, okay, we're cool.
1: It's like the... That's the the password. What's that? that? It's like the pokey flute.
0: Yeah.
2: Puts him right to fucking sleep.
0: (laughs) See you in a thousand years.
2: (laughs) Good night.
1: My favorite part of the movie... Good. ...was them throwing the presents down at the houses... Because Hulk would totally do that. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, my favorite part of the movie is pretty much the same part. Really, just any time Thor and Hulk are trying to save
1: Christmas, because... I think we need that movie. Yeah. Like that by themselves. Yeah, Thor and Hulk
0: save Christmas. Although oh, my God. Although we pretty much God. got it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I want an hour of it. Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: I feel like it, an hour would make that pretty stale.
1: Oh, maybe, but I
0: don't know.
1: What about, like, a live-action one? Jesus
0: <laughs> If if it's a short
1: If
0: it's a a short I would absolutely watch it If it's a full length movie First of all That's the biggest waste of money ever I mean Disney could do whatever they
1: want You're going to pay for it anyway
0: We certainly would (laughs) I don't know if that's going to be canon Yeah you're right
1: I mean it is now Yolnir
0: Yolnir I think Joe gave his favorite part already I definitely did Gingerbread Army Yep there it is and what was your least? My least favorite was, was uh, the, the, the icicle in the butt. hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually like that part. Somebody didn't make a pun after it. Yeah. I'm sorry. My least favorite
1: is probably them explaining who Yelnir is. Like, Loki and the Ice Giant in that, like, cave that they were hanging out in. Your plan didn't work. It was my plan that worked. Ugh. That whole exchange was just like, This sucks.
2: This movie is so devoid of real substance for me that I don't have a least favorite part. <laughs> like, it's just there's nothing. There were no stakes. I mean, that's my least favorite part is that like I didn't feel like there were any real stakes involved. So uh, it's like I can't pin down and be like I hated this moment. It, I'm very lenient when it comes to animated movies because you have to be. I can't I can't take them as seriously either. You know what I mean? Well, like certain ones. This one is. a is a
0: holiday special, it's not like it's
2: But even with Mask as a Phantasm, things that I would rip movies apart for I like shoo-shoo away because it's a it's an animated movie. They can do whatever they want. I am in under no preconceived notions that anything can or cannot be done. When I see real people on the screen, if it's out of the realm of possibility for a human to do it, I find that problematic. But if one dude decides to Jump 800 feet in the air, land on a shield, and snowboard down a mountain. Which, why we didn't get that scene, I don't know. Yeah, I was waiting for it. That's fine. What you do? Do you cat? Like, I can't blame you for it.
0: Just not, like, yeah, it's not about that for me. Like, things that are realistic or not, it's just choices. <laughs> like, whenever I watch a movie, if in my head I can think of a way that would that scene would have been done better, I'm like, oh, that's dumb. That's a dumb choice that you made making this movie and writing this movie. <laughs> It may be stellar otherwise after that one scene, but I'll still think, like, you could do that better. So, I don't know.
2: I don't really have much else to say. I mean, I can harp on the things that I've already said, but there's no other real part of this movie. Oh, you know what? There is. I'm lying. Um, Rocket's response when old Saint Nick Yolnir gives him a new ship. It was
1: cute. It was cute. He got a little high-pitched, though.
2: Can somebody explain to me why Yolnir was wanted for 25 Million or billion units, I think they say.
0: Loki. Yeah, Loki put it out. A, oh, Loki did put it out. all okay. capture him, yeah. Make his job easier.
2: Still seems pretty dumb, because they all ended up having to land in the exact same spot. <laughs> why would Why would you make competition for yourself? A bunch of bounty hunters there trying to take old Saint Nick.
0: Loki's not about effort. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's got a magic staff that does everything else for him. That's
2: true. Rips holes in... Uh, space
0: time. In space time. Yep. Also, at first, when I first heard Rocket talk, I was like, is that Fry from Futurama? Was it Fry from it Futurama? It wasn't. As he talked more, I was like, that's definitely not him. Okay. But I think it's Billy West who does Fry from Futurama. <laughs> and I was like, is that Billy West? It wasn't. Let's rate it. We're done here. Uh, yeah, so if this is your first time listening to us, this is a weird weird choice for you. But Merry Christmas to us for getting an extra download. We'll get to that more what we want as our gift later. But we give a... Score from one to six Infinity Stones for how good or bad we thought a movie is. One is the low end, six is the high end. Six in a gauntlet is the highest score. And now we're going to rate some Frost Fight. And I'll go first because I haven't gone first yet today. Like I said, I'm grading this movie on a curve because it's a Christmas special. It's fine for what it is. I'll put it in the upper echelon of Christmas specials for me because I watch like one of them now. I wouldn't hate watching this one again, so I'm going to give this one three stones. As an actual movie, this movie would probably get one to two stones if it was supposed to be taken seriously as anything but a holiday special. But this movie's fun. I like the voice acting, and there are some cool concepts in there, and I got a couple laughs out of Hulk singing. <laughs> he wrote some good songs. Corey, what's your score?
2: I also will be grading this on a curve of some kind. Mine is more just super lenient. Um... Will I ever go back and watch this movie again? Absolutely not. Unless I'm in a room with a small child who likes superheroes and it's Christmas time. That being said, if at some point that situation was to occur, I would sit down and watch this again. So I'm going to give it my normal four stones because I would watch this again. It's good and I'd watch it again. But you're right. If it was a serious movie that I was trying to take seriously, this bad boy would get like a one.
0: Maybe a two. But I'd watch it again. It's a four. I would hope that would make it better in that scenario, but we'll see. Hmm. Frank,
1: we're up. Matt, I've been playing this really close. Not
0: kidding. Uh, <laughs> every week.
1: Well, he he says it all the time. He, he does every episode. And that was only one time you did
0: that. I know, and it wasn't even like and a huge stretch. It down. I know. No. <laughs>
1: uh, I like this movie. If I had to see it again, hopefully I'd watch it with a child because Santa Claus and Marvel superheroes—pretty cool. So I'm going to go ahead and give it four stones, because I
0: think they deserve it.
1: So you hinted at this, but you didn't tell us anything about
2: it. You you had started watching this movie prior to Mm -hmm. us deciding
0: to do this. How far did you get? Yeah. And did you start over
1: to watch it? Yeah, I started it over. um, And why did you stop? 15 minutes and I don't know. Like, it was a while ago. And <laughs> Was I, it
0: one of those things where
1: you were just scrolling through? Curiosity, curiosity I guess. Yeah, fuck it. Let's see what this the is wife, about. The wife wasn't home. Frostbite? <laughs> that sounds cool. Whoa, well, they saved Santa? Yeah. So it was about 15 minutes in and then... Yeah, then, we then you're like, no
0: Santa yet. Boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I completely forgot that Santa was a thing until we mentioned it. Uh, yeah, so four stones. And uh, I recommend you watch it with your kids. Or dogs.
0: Or yeah. cats. If you don't have kids or dogs or cats, just, you know, you'll find some. Watch it with the person in the room. And Load you. it on your iPad, bring it on the bus. Yeah. Ask the parents' permission first and be like, hey, watch this with me so I don't feel weird. Watch it with McCannon. If you can find him. <laughs> I mean, really. Those are our scores for Frost Fight. If you'd like to let us know, if you actually went on Netflix and watched Frost Fight and want to let us know what you thought about it, Send us an email over to zthpodcast at gmail.com
2: And certainly make sure to find us on Twitter and to vote on your rating for this movie because those polls are going to be up after each episode drops. But you can find those on Twitter at zthpodcast.
1: You can take a picture of an icicle that you stuck in (laughs) someone, Ooh! (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: And send that to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. Or you can find us on Facebook, searching "zeros talking heroes" in the search bar, or facebook.com backslash zth podcast.
0: Frank just pulled triple duty for you.
2: Yeah, I was going to take over <laughs> one of those two, but <laughs> yeah. you I mean, just I figured way. I was
0: already there. So. But
2: don't it's forget fine. that zeros and heroes end in E S. Oh, yeah, there you go. Now
0: everything is everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, fun is on the iTunes. Because guess what? If you want to give us a little Christmas gift over here at Zero Stalking Heroes, we would love nothing more than a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever platform you're using. And if you want to also give us a review, if you'd be so kind, that would be like the Christmas bonus to our Christmas gift. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, just wait till next week because we got another one for you. Next time we're going to be doing the Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, Part two I'm of this I'm so excited is, for
2: this. This I'm, is great. I'm so pumped. Why didn't we do a... Holiday series last year because we were stoked about
0: Star Wars. We Joe. were so stoked about Star Wars.
1: Yeah, Star Wars is happening again again this year for Episode Eight. So be on the lookout for that. Tell your friends because I'm sure you're going to be excited.
2: Yeah, and listen to me. I'm falling
1: asleep. <laughs> I can tell.
2: You can definitely listen to me have like nerd
0: for about an hour. Yeah, me too. Because it's going to happen. So yeah, join us next time for the Hebrew Hammer. And until next time, remember as always that every movie out there, including this one for some small child, is someone's favorite movie. And good night.